the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. Beautiful, 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 beautiful day outside. It's like right in that 70-degree range. Magnificent. Going to be like this, you know, a couple, two, three more days and some rain's going to come and still in the 60s towards the weekend. Nice, 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 nice. Thank you, Lord. That's all I got to say. It's my kind of weather right there because it's still winter, but this ain't winter. This is spring, but March is supposed to be spring. But March comes roaring in like a lion, goes out like a lamb. Isn't that the old saying? That's what I'm thinking. Comes in like a lion, goes out like a lamb? Nah, not March. I must have the wrong month. I must. I'm just... I'm just having depressed. Yeah, the cancel culture got to Pepe Le Pew, the skunk, the lovable skunk he loves. He's a French skunk. When he lifts his tail, aromas of love do indeed fill the void that might have been there before. But Pepe Le Pew gone. Cancel culture says, uh-uh. Pepe Le Pew teaches rape. you believe that? The cartoon character, Pepe Le Pew, gone. teaches rape. Hmm. Now let me change this because I just got a text from Ed Martin. He can't make it today. He's stuck in Texas. It's a political thing like he does, man. You ever get a chance to get his his Pro America Report? Get it, ProAmericaReport.com. And you know, I mean, I go on both sides. I ain't worried about it. Oh boy, uh, serious business. ProAmericaReport.com. He handles the conservative side of things here. Smash Daily. Then you got the happy-go-lucky young fellow known as Mark Kaysen, the professor. He leans to the left. That don't uh, make him bad people. Then you got the utmost, the queen, the highest of the high. And that, of course, is Super Soul Sister, Smart Sister T. She calls it like she is, all right? So that's our political right there. And if ever I feel like it, I'll bring my friend Vladimir Noskov on here. And Noskov just goes off. Noskov goes off. In fact, that'll be... That'll be the name of his bit. Noskov goes off. That's what he does. He goes off on all this stuff. So that's how I handle politics. Because my politics are either too pusillanimous or too harsh, you know? I straddle the fence until I decide which side I want to be on and then quit straddling and, and roll. Roll to the pusillanimous side. Roll to the harsh side. 
whichever my role does take me. But that's just me. That's why I don't do like straight up politics. Just let my friends take care of it because they know it better than me anyhow. All I know is Roy Blunt, senator from the state known as Missouri. He is G-O-H-N gone. He ain't running this year. So now what Republicans going to take his place? A lot of people saying it's this guy, Eric Greitens. Because a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people say he got jacked big time. His deal, what, a couple, two, three years ago, whenever it was, where he was carrying on with some hairdresser. She was married to one of the DJs over to, I think it's The Point. <laughs> Knowing the DJ culture, I uh, totally understand what probably did happen. Nevertheless. So right now, he supposedly is a front runner because this is his return into the political sphere because he got jacked around. This guy, Roy Blunt, well, bravo to him. Thank you for your service, all that stuff. But bravo to him. He knows when to get out because this is going to be, if you thought this was something with Trump, whoo, wait till this happy-go-lucky 2023, uh, was it 22? 2022, and then 2024, oh, this should be as big a show as Trump put on. This should be some amazing kind of show based on the political of it all. I was looking at various things here. I didn't know the guy personally. I remember when he first came out. First time I met him was over at uh, when I was working D.C. 101 in Washington, D.C., it was mid-80s. He had uh, just kind of started up on the big side of rock and roll. He had a song called, This Town Is My Town. And then you'd fill in the, you know, D.C., all right. Or Cleveland, that's where he's from. Or St. Louis, all right. Michael Stanley. Michael Stanley, after he got done being a rock and roller touring, he wound up... Uh, with a gig at one of the radio stations out there in Cleveland. Did it for about like 20-some years. Rock and roll station out there. And he died last Friday of lung cancer. Now, the station had let him go um, for medical reasons. Uh, and he was going to come back had he gotten to a good point of health. But they let him go to take care of his medical situation. Lung cancer. I got another friend with lung cancer today. Gone. It's wild because... <sighs> They called me. They said, Ash, because my name's Asher. A lot of people just call me Ash, not Ass. Ash. So I want to tell you, you've been a good friend to me all these years. It's kind of like you start crying and stuff because the, the dude knows he's dying. Just don't know the date. Just don't know the date. So the same thing happened to this. Uh, so, you know, waiting for that to happen and. Then you go to the funeral. That's all you can do. You know, pay your respects. But this guy, Michael Stanley, man, people loved him. He was great for the community out there in Cleveland, great for the rock and roll community in general across the United States, around the world with his songs. He had a great uh, saying that he would quite often close off his show with. And he put forth to people, it was, it's your world. Pay attention. 
That's really what it comes down to. And it's your world. Pay attention. Well, it's not my world if they're canceling Pepe Le Pew. Well, it's not my world if Harry and Meghan can't go back to Buckingham Palace and live like royalty. It's your world. Pay attention. Pay attention to that stuff. It don't matter. I'm starting to sound like my daddy be yelling at me. <laughs> Never. I would be getting reprimanded for whatever the case. But that was a good line right there. It's your world. Pay attention. So, Michael Stanley, I got to interview him a few times. He was big here in St. Louis. Big here in St. Louis. Michael Stanley Lee was his real name. Just went by Michael Stanley. And uh, Michael Stanley Band. I just feel kind of sad, but I guess I shouldn't. It's a beautiful day. But I'm going to play the song here that Michael Stanley put out, one of the great songs, Smash Band. We used to do it, too, because it's just a great, you know, up party, crowd involvement type of song. Michael Stanley Band, Smash Daily right here, WBGZ.
Michael Stanley Band right there. Smash right here at WBGZ Radio. It is Michael Stanley. Rest in peace. Rock in peace. Or rock with reckless abandon. But rest in peace. Michael Stanley was a good guy. He was a good guy. He passed away on Friday. Lung cancer, 72 years of age. Ed Martin is supposed to be on here talking to politics, you know, because Biden called, I guess, those on the Republican side, Neanderthal, Neanderthal mindset, Neanderthal thinkers, Neanderthals. And so, you know, everybody's uh, up at arms. So I was going to play this for Ed to comment off of, and I don't remember what he said, but I'm talking about this guy, Beto O'Rourke. He's out of Texas, one of these politicians out there in Texas, because Texas opened up. Mississippi opened up, meaning you don't have to wear a mask no more. Go, everybody go to the restaurants, whatever you're going to do. Over there in Florida, they opened up, most of them. Some of them say, nah, you better wear because it's spring break. Sure, can you imagine if something came off of spring break with his COVID? Oh, man. Let's see what this better old Rourke has to say. Because I was going to ask Ed about this Neanderthal comment on a part of President Biden, but here's Beto O'Rourke, O'Rourke out of Texas. Out of Texas. Out of Texas. They literally want to sacrifice the lives of our fellow Texans for, I don't know, for, for political gain, to satisfy certain powerful interests within the state. And, and this isn't hyperbole. I think it appeared to many of us to be a, a cult of personality, the Republican Party in the era of Trump. And, and that probably still holds true. It's hard to escape the conclusion that it's also a, a cult of, of death. So the Republican Party is a cult of death. Beto O'Rourke. Unbelievable. Bull being the key word right there. A party of death. Both of them are parties of death. And I'll tell you why. Because ain't nobody doing nothing for the, 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 the republic itself. Ain't nobody doing nothing for the American people. So I guess I got to become the politico here that Ed Martin does. Here's what the deal is. It's like, hey, come on and step up for the American people. Not for yourself. Not because a Republican said it, so you're a Democrat, so you got to nix it. And vice versa. Somebody come on. Be a man. Be a woman. Be a beast. And stand up for the American people. Daggone it. Here's the problem. Personal opinion, of course. You got Biden calling people Neanderthals. Just like uh, Hillary Clinton called them deplorables. Well, one of the things that it does, that's a setup. That's so often a setup. So that you who are against Biden, so that you who are for Trump, so that you who are Republican, so that you who are conservative, so that you who lean to the right. Well, they call me a Neanderthal. I think I'll act like one. So you carry yourself with an indignity. Go storm the Capitol for no reason. In fact, this coming Thursday, there's supposed to be another storm of the Capitol. Now you got all the National Guard around there and everything. And Biden and the Democrats are going to keep the National Guard in Washington, D.C. Not only protect the Capitol, but it makes them look good because, in a way, the Democrats had to put the National Guard in place because of the Republicans. So, be careful. When they call you a deplorable, 
be careful. When they call you a Neanderthal, be careful that you don't become exactly that because that's what they want to happen because that's what happens in the herd mentality, H-E-R-D, all right? The herd. Don't be a part of the herd if it's running in the wrong direction. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you. This land was made for me. This land was made for you and me. I am at where you is. The, the Smash, Smash Daily, Daily Podcast, Podcast at smashdaily.com. I'ma leave the door open. I'ma leave the door open. I'ma leave the door open. If you smoke, what you smoke? I got the haze. And if you're hungry, girl, I got the lace. Send that love song out here at Smash Daily WBGZ. I send that out in memory of Pepe Le Pew. Cancel culture got Pepe Le Pew, G-O-H-N, gone. So gone, he was not even here. Thank you, Pepe. That song was written on the fly, to use the term, by Bruno Mars singing, Anderson Pack singing and um, Silk Sonic, that's who it is. And that trio put together that song and put it out on Friday. And 16 million downloads over the weekend. That's the number one song in America. I'm going to leave the door open. I'm going to leave the door open for the return of Pepe Le Pew. They got rid of Pepe Le Pew, the cancel culture. What kind of country we, we living in, man? Pepe Le Pew, man, he wore that beret every once in a while. You know, he had that French touch. He was the Eiffel Tower of love. That's all I can say. 
I have one of those uh, things from, um, I can't remember the cartoon company Pepe Le Pew was with. But I got one of those things, you know, I can't remember what they're called, daggone. But it's an actual artwork of Pepe Le Pew in a humongous lounge chair just looking all romantic. That's the way Pepe Le Pew is remembered because we'll never see Pepe Le Pew again. Unless, unless there's an underground movement to bring Pepe Le Pew to the fore. But it's going to have to be underground. It's going to have to be like that uh, underground railroad, you know. They move secretly and at the same time good things were happening for them. Pepe Le Pew, we hope to see you soon again, my friend. Thank you for the years of romancing and indeed indoctrinating us young men into the angles of love. Some good, some bad, and those who were bad, those angles we didn't use. But cancel culture says we did. I'm harping on Pepe Le Pew too much today. And then you got Megan and and uh, who's uh, this guy? Uh, Prince, what's his name? Harry. Daggone it. Hey, but Megan's going to have a kid. Going to be a, a girl this time. Going to be a girl. Now, this is just me. They're on with Oprah. All right? Oprah's over here. And between her and Gail King, they run CBS. Okay? So, Oprah gets the gig to interview Harry and Megan. They make us all there crying and everything. They didn't treat me right in Buckingham Palace. Well, no, you're an outsider. Harry, for some reason, fell for you, brings you in. All of a sudden, boom, welcome to my house. Uh-uh, not you. You're not one of us. And so when they wound up having baby Archie, the crown said, hey, we're going to do you know, some DNA tests on baby Archie here because she claims that was a racial motive that baby Archie could not have a title. Title mean Prince baby Archie, all right? Or Duke baby Archie. Or soon to be the Raleigh of baby Archie, all right? So she's saying it's because she, Meghan Markle, is has an uh, ancestry of african-american and so for that reason the crown was really negative to her but wait a minute this is their business all right this is the crown and it's about bloodline for the crown and harry didn't bring the right girl in for the bloodline that's 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 what it is that's like harry's mom princess diana when she married uh charles she was of bloodline she was of royalty as uh, Kate, I think her name is, she married Prince William, whatever her name is, of royalty. All of a sudden, he brings, just use the term, I'm just describing stuff, all right? I am your verbal history book. Prince Harry brings in a commoner, all right? Well, we don't want a commoner here. Harry, what's wrong with you? But I love her, mom. I love her. The queen mom, I love her. Well, you can love her somewhere else. So, boom, they moved to L.A., well, part of the reason they moved to L.A. is because they wanted to get out of the limelight that they had there as royalty in Great Britain. Well, I know a better place to get out of the limelight than L.A., especially if you're of the limelight. Anyway, Oprah got paid $2 million, uh, yeah, 
She got like two CBS paid Megan and Harry seven million dollars to do that interview. Seven million dollars. This is some of the wealthiest people around. Well, you know, they kicked him out of uh, Great Britain. Well, they did not kick him out of Great. He left on his own. Seven million dollars. Seven million dollars. That dude don't need no money. They got seven million dollars, but it's kind of like seventy-nine percent of the country watched that. I couldn't believe it. I was watching Shameless over on uh, Showtime. Then I was watching uh, Allen versus Pharaoh, Woody Allen versus Mia Farrow, and that whole uh, sheesh debauchery that uh, that whole thing was about. Sometimes you think, well, this Mia Farrow, yeah, she's burning Woody because <laughs> she is a woman scorned. And then you think, yeah, well, Woody was, he was. He shouldn't have been doing that with the little baby girl. You don't know who to believe in this stuff. Plus, they're just doing it for the sake of getting you to read the book. The book being the video, the movie, the documentary. That is Alan versus Pharaoh. Last episode next Sunday, by the way, in case you want to watch it. Five more episodes left of Shameless, and that's done for forever, unless they have a shameless family reunion and everybody's living in Buckingham Palace because some of the princes over there brought some of the girls home and some of the princesses there brought some of the guys home and then boom, all of a sudden, it's a happy-go-lucky world over there in Buckingham Palace. But I tell you what, I'm looking here and I'm thinking to myself, man, on this day, and I remember it so, so very well. On this day, I'm doing a lot of on this day here because a lot of the stuff I, I had ready for you has fallen through. Is this the 9th or the 8th of March? I don't know. Let me take a look here. No. 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 Okay. Don't worry about me. Totally in control. Oh, there it is. 8th of March. I'm just trying to find when the date is. Mm. Mm. 1993 was the year. It was huge for this. The bold new standard by which all of television will be judged. Triumph of the human spirit, not seen since my left foot. MTV's first foray into Emmy territory is a remarkable one. Once in a lifetime comes a program of such quality, one wonders how it ever got made. Beavis and Butthead premieres Monday, March 8th on MTV. (laughs) And Beavis and Butthead were huge. The cartoon was huge. Premiered on this date on MTV as a series. I uh, went eight seasons, and uh, final episode uh, aired in November of 1997. And they were so big because of the inane and stupid humor. It was magnificent. I mean, stuff like this right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pull my finger. Uh-uh. <clears throat> pull my finger, dude. No way. <clears throat> Come on, pull my finger. Nothing? <laughs> FBD. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> Nation went crazy for Beavis and Butthead. S. Silent but deadly. SBD. And then uh, there was the episode where Beavis and Butthead were at their high school, I guess, and the guest speaker was the President of the United States. Hi, I'm Tabitha Soren. 
That doesn't count. You pulled your own finger. <laughs> I pulled my own finger. <laughs> and welcome to Youth, the Next Generation, a student forum with President Clinton. Your questions, his answers, our future. <laughs> and now, the President of the United States, Bill Clinton. Did you boys have a question? Uh, since you're like the president and in charge of the army and stuff, <laughs> could you like invade some country and set it on fire? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you could like fly over the country in a chopper with a loudspeaker. <laughs> and you could yell, I am the president of the United States, the most powerful nation on earth. And you must bow down and kiss my butt. Yeah. <laughs> the streets will flow with the blood of the non-believers. <laughs> oh, forgive, forgive them, Mr. President. Um, Beavis and Butthead are emotionally, uh, you know, special. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm happier than a pig in slop at the opportunities Highland High offers the hormonally challenged, a key issue of my campaign. Back off, you fat pig! Well, you boys must really like it here. Uh... Well, because of your ability to surmount all obstacles, he said, Mount. I proclaim you, Beavis and Bumhead, it's America's Students of the Year. <laughs> that band sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad the president got your name wrong, Bumhead. <laughs> Shut up. Now people will make fun of your name. Shut up, <laughs> Beav, Beav, Bub, Bub, Dumb Beavis. Well, I hope you boys learned something from our little visit with the president. Yeah, <laughs> we learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the president of the United States will kiss your butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, this was such a, it was more than a cult gathering. It was like the nation knew of and or was consumed with Beavis and or Butthead, if not both of them. And our here at Smash Daily Beavis and Butthead historian is the well-renowned Mr. Lolo. Mr. Lolo, I ask you, sir, you were a huge Beavis and Butthead. Was, not, yeah. Yes. yeah. Matter of fact, when I was in school for um, uh, computers, there was a kid in my class that spoke just like Butthead. No kidding. Oh, all the time. Did the laugh and everything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And talk, did, did the talk, did yeah. the laugh, had the whole spiel down. All right, so you're of that era. Uh-huh. What, was, what was it about them that got so many people loving Beavis and Butthead. Stupid humor. Yeah, it's just stupid. And it was great. the fact that they could get away with whatever they wanted to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mike Judge is just a genius. Yeah. He voiced a lot of that, all those characters on, on his own, except right for up. maybe the, the females. But right up. you could, I mean, they could get away with anything. They could get away with murder, probably, yeah. and people would just laugh. Well, he was a friend, Mike Judge, I think is his name, mm-hmm. creator. He was a friend of Letterman's, and one night, <laughs> Beavis <laughs> and Butthead were on Letterman. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my great fear about having children is that they just might turn out to be a little too much like our next guests. <laughs> You've enjoyed them on the MTV and now their first film, Beavis and Butthead, Do America, opens December 20th. You know them, you love them. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Beavis and Butthead. Hi, boys. Hi, Beavis. Welcome to the show. 
see you. Yeah. You know, uh, you're both, I, I, I've never seen you in person before, you're both very unusual looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're like nuts, right? You said nuts. Yeah. Uh, um, um, hey, I just have a question. Yeah. Um, hey, can we say poop? <laughs> I, I just need to know. Uh, sure, sure, go right ahead. Now, uh, when you were making the movie, did you find it fun? Was it a lot of fun or was it, was it tedious work? A lot of people think it's fun. Poop. <laughs> Idiot. Poop. Mutant. Poop. Quit. Poop, poop, poop. Dumbass. Poop. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> All right, stop it. Cut it out. Beavis and Butthead, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for being here. Butterman punches him upside the head. That was beautiful. I remember that. I remember that. It was groundbreaking to me. Yeah, it was. Because the cartoon's sitting in with a live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. 96, I think. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. But uh, he popped him upside. <laughs> it was fantastic. I guess they you know, did it ahead of time and let it all land accordingly and everything. But boy, Beavis and Butthead were big. It was on this date in 1993, I believe. I mm. said, let me take a look, make sure, 93, that they debuted. When they debuted on MTV, how was it? How long was it before you got to see him? Were you there for the opening episode? Oh, no. I didn't have MTV when I was a kid growing up. Ah, no yeah, kidding. No kidding. So I... I Barely ever got to watch any uh, Beavis and Butthead. I don't think my mom would have let me. Yeah, to well, be probably not. Yeah, probably not because but. they were like they were like the bad boys of the neighborhood, and yet yeah. at the same time, you felt sorry for them because they were such dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> More or less what it was. So you didn't give any flack, right, right? You know, that's what I'm thinking. Right. So anyway, but by the way, before I close up here, did you hear that? The cancel culture has canceled Pepe Le Pew. I heard that. The lovable skunk, Come man. Come on, man. Terrible, man. I know. Come on. I, me, as you know, my time on this earth is about done, but you have a future. Will you promise I me? Hope. Will you promise me uh-huh. that even after I start smashing and have passed into the great beyond, that you will put up the fight to get Pepe Le Pew back on TV? I, in this I will game. fight that would be good. for your honor, sir. Yeah, I thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Long live Pepe Le Pew, and by the way, happy National Women's Day. Well, I was over there at the place known as American Family Insurance. Gerard Fisher and his crew met up with them to talk some insurance so I can purvey it correctly to you. And one thing I did learn from Gerard Fisher, American Family Insurance, is that getting insurance is a whole lot less worse than going to the dentist. And with that in mind, 
go on with your bad self, get your life yanked like you get a tooth yanked just to better yourself, yanked into the understanding that you need insurance. Might be life insurance, might be health insurance, might be house insurance because you're getting ready to buy a new house. Might be calling Matt Horn over there and all of a sudden you get a new house because the folks at Landmark Realty got you covered. Say, well, what am I going to do about home insurance? Well, go right across the street and down half a block. Boom, there it is, American Family Insurance. Gerard Fisher, G-E-R-A-R-D. Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R. GerardFisher.com. Just go to GerardFisher.com. What I loved about it and talking with the crew over there is that what they do is they explain insurance to you. Because I don't know how many times I'm serious in my life. I bought insurance because this is what the insurance man told me to do. And I went with it. But I really kind of didn't understand what I had. You need to understand what you have, especially in this particular era in American history. Know what you're buying. Know what's coming your way. Know what's protecting you. Know what's protecting those dreams you have. you got to get the right kind of insurance, no matter what the city. Maybe small business insurance. That's why I'm sending you to Gerard Fisher, I'll tell you more about it as the days do come on here, but Gerard Fisher, G-E-R-A-R-D, Fisher, GerardFisher.com. And when you call, just ask for G-Force. Smash Daily. Here, there, and everywhere. Because I is where you's at. SmashDaily.com. I'll tell you what, Big D and Pigpen and Lolo. Lola does afternoons at her sister station, My Mix, 94.3. Just got off the air. Yeah, right on. 2 to 6 o'clock, right on. Mm-hmm. And in the morning is Pigpen. Mm-hmm. But Pigpen does this Riverbend talent thing with Big D. And I would have to say, if there is here in the Riverbend a parallel to Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> would be those two guys. You know them better than I. Wouldn't, sure. wouldn't you agree? I sir? would agree. Oh, you would I would agree. agree. I would leave it there. I'm sure they'll have something for me come uh, Thursday when they roll in. Hey, on this date and the year, come on, Ash, going. I got all the years in front of me. I can't figure. Oh, wow, really? It was that far back? 1969? Wow. Sly and Family Stone come out with this.
Rolling Stone right there. Man, those guys were big. And he's talking with Mr. Lolo right over here. And your displeasure is welling as I can look at it. But that won't be till Wednesday. Right. When you get here. I'm saving it. You're saving it because it wells now. I can see it swelling. Almost your eyeballs are, are popping <laughs> yeah. out with your displeasure. Right. That uh, song, uh, Mr. Lolo asked me, I said, I really kind of don't know. But I do remember uh, Dance and Music in the movie Woodstock. Mm-hmm. And that song was one of the songs they played at Woodstock, huh? Yeah, and I think that was the song that made it to the film. Uh-huh. But they had a slew of them. I mean, Everyday People yep. was one of them. Yep. Uh, I Want to Take You Higher, You Can Make It If You Try, Love City, Stand, mm-hmm. on and on and on. See, so, this young man delivers the history of rock and roll magnificently. Even though he may not have been born in that era, he knows that music. And you can find that every Monday through Friday, 2 to 6 o'clock on our sister station, my mix, 94.3, the best mix of the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. How you feel about uh, poor Meghan and, and Prince Harry, man? They oh. Kind of like, you know, they lost it over there in Buckingham Palace. Now they are in L.A. and they just want to get away from the glitter and the, everything, the paparazzi over there at Buckingham oh, Palace. Let me tell you, L.A. is the place to go. I would think so. L.A. is the place to go, For man, to that? get away from the glitz and glamour of everything. Exactly right, Ooh. sir. Exactly right, sir. And I saw them on Oprah. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what, they they got paid $7 million for that interview Sunday Seriously? Night. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, so, get out of here. Crazy. What oh. you going to do? Okay, get out of here? I will. And uh, the producer of the show is Mr. Lolo. When he tells me to leave, I am <laughs> G-O-H-N gone. So gone, I was not even here.